The scripture reading for today is John chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, church. It is uh, Sunday. Uh, we gather together uh, before the Lord Jesus Christ and together as a congregation in spirit. And may the power and presence of the Holy Spirit will be evident uh, in your household as you worship this morning. So we are continuing on with a series called Unstoppable Work of the Holy Spirit. And today uh, we are going to cover regenerating power of the Holy Spirit or regenerating work of the Holy Spirit based on John chapter 3. So only those who are born in the Spirit can enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, Jesus said in verse 5, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of of God. So Jesus didn't say, um, unless you go to church, unless you attend the church, or fulfill religious responsibility, that you may enter into the kingdom of God. It is very clear, unless you are born of water and the Spirit. Uh, when Jesus meant the water and the Spirit, uh, you could say water and Spirit, or water, which is a spirit. When Jesus refers water, he often refers water as the word of God or the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we can also take this as unless you are born of Jesus Christ and the spirit of Jesus Christ, you may not enter into the kingdom of God. And yet uh, Nicodemus having very difficult time understanding what Jesus is talking about, uh, whether it's being born again or going. He thought uh, Nicodemus had to go back to a mother's womb. The mystery power of the Holy Spirit is something that we cannot comprehend with our own knowledge or human ability. Even though Nicodemus was the religious leader during that time, and he was an elite who was very smart, and yet he couldn't figure out what Jesus was talking about in this passage. Unless the Holy Spirit reveals 
the will of God and his intention and the meaning behind that we cannot comprehend on our own. And that's why Jesus said in verse 8, the wind blows where it wishes, and you, you hear its sound, but you do not know where its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. So Holy Spirit is like a mighty wind. It blows where it wishes. It is beyond our control. And so as being born again, regeneration, it is a work of the Holy Spirit. So today as we talk about regenerating power or the work of the Holy Spirit, there are very important factors or the truth that you and I need to recognize. Number one, regeneration is done to us. It's not something that we do. John Piper said new birth, which is regeneration, is not something that we do, but something that is done to us. What he's referring is that we cannot be born again on our own. It is beyond human ability or anything that we try to do. Even our religious activities will not make us to be born again. It is a work of the Holy Spirit. So if you receive Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, it was completely the work of the Holy Spirit. Nicodemus, who believed that God was existing, or the existence of God and God's miracle, in verse 2, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher, come from God, for no one can do these signs you, you do unless God is with him. Nicodemus recognized that there was something special about Jesus, and there's God's miracle, God's sign. And as we recognize and believe that God is real and God is working, and yet that is not enough. But it's about having direct and personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet, the sin of humanity is still causing us to do something on our own. We try to manage our lives. We try to manage even our spiritual well-being or our relationship with God. We try to manage even our faith. But religion, we may be able to manage on our own. And yet being born again or regeneration cannot be managed on our own. Nicodemus, who grew up in a religious setting, he tried so hard to build his own righteous living. And people recognized that he was fulfilling the law or obligation. He was a good man. And even though he was a good man and fulfilling all those religious rights and obligations, and yet there's something that was missing deep in his heart, deep in his soul. Even as we worship our Lord Jesus Christ or wake up early in the morning and try to follow church activities and worship, unless the Holy Spirit is working inside and experiencing regeneration, being born again, 
that you and I will feel complete emptiness in our hearts. Because it's not something that we can control on our own activities. And that's why Jesus referring to being born again or being born. But you and I, we can choose a lot of things in life. Isn't that true? We can choose school. We can choose our career. We can choose who we uh, have a fellowship with. But there's one thing that you and I didn't have choice, which was our birth. That no one in this earth had choice when we had birth or experience of choosing our parents where to be born. And yet the birth took place, the absolute the will of God and the plan of God that you are wonderfully, fearfully made. And yet that birth took place through the sacrifice and pain of your mom. And that was a fleshly birth. And our spiritual birth takes place completely by the will of God through the sacrifice and redemption of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that takes place only through the work of the Holy Spirit so that when Holy Spirit ministers to us and opens our eyes and opens our hearts to recognize that Jesus paid for our sin and death and that faith was empowered by the Holy Spirit, causing us to be born again in Jesus Christ. So when we are regenerated, being born again, that what we have in our earthly power, position, or the relationship or connection, fame, health, well-being, name, have nothing to do with it. Remember when Jesus was referring about his salvation, just like when Moses was leading Israelites into the wilderness and people were complaining and God was about to put them into punishment. And Moses lifted up the snake and the people who saw in faith, they were being saved. God didn't care whether they were smart at school. God didn't care whether they had a good family background, whether they had a knowledge of God. Only those who had faith and trusting in God's way of salvation were being saved in the desert. In the same way, the salvation, regeneration was given to those who have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the work of the Holy Spirit. And that is why salvation or being born again is not something that we do on our own, but it is something that was done to us. Number two, regeneration is new life, not improved life. Sometimes we hear a testimony. You know, I came to church and, you know, I was able to overcome addiction. And as I came and read the Bible and I was miserable with a life of failure and yet now I am given new opportunity to try things again. Yes, those are wonderful testimonies and those are the byproduct of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus gives us courage to rise up again. Jesus Christ helps us to imitate Christ 
And we see our world and our reality in a different way. However, being born again is not just about something that we try to do or improve our life with the gospel. Ultimately, it talks about regeneration, which means being born again or being created. When we talk about regeneration, it came from the Latin word. It talks about new life, being created again. Regeneration is not about repairing or renovating to improve our lives. The reason why Nicodemus came to Jesus was that he wanted to improve his life. And he was one of the models who worked so hard to improve his life, whether it was through religion, whether it was uh, studying or building good, decent relationship. He wanted to improve his life, and yet, as much as he was trying to improve his life, he knew that something was missing. And isn't that what we do? Sometimes we come to church, we come to God, because we want to improve things in life. We want to improve our relationship with our children. Sometimes we want to improve the way that we do in life, in workplace, or even school. God, give me better GPA. Lord, help me to get promoted. I need your help. I need your strength. I need your perspective. Even in this story, Nicodemus came to Jesus to improve his life. And it is very interesting because in verse 2, it says, This man came to Jesus by night. It was not by accident. Whenever John, the Gospel of John, talks about night, he's being intentional. Notice John chapter 1, verse 5, says, The light shines it the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And Nicodemus came in night, which means he was still blind. Even though he was a Pharisee, he was a religious leader, he was a member of a synagogue, even though he was elite and trying to improve his life, he was blinded spiritually. In verse 1 says, there was a man of the Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Why? Because of his empty soul. I wonder how many of us can resonate with Nicodemus. You, know, you grew up in a Christian family. You've been attending church. You've been trying hard to pursue excellence. And you feel like you have a pretty decent life. Everything's in place. And yet still you feel restless. You feel something significant is missing in your soul. Still having this issue with sin or habitual sin or guilt or fear. Not having this eternal peace that only Christ provides. Even if you have everything in the world, the bottom line is unless you have Jesus Christ. 
and being regenerated or being recreated in Jesus Christ, you will have this emptiness in your soul. Just because we attend church or we attend worship service doesn't mean that we are being regenerated. One of the powerful preachers of last century, Martin Lloyd-Jones, he was giving or training all the preachers like this. Just because everyone is coming out to church doesn't mean that they are being regenerated. Just because we understand the doctrine or the theology, it doesn't mean that we are being regenerated. Because when gospel becomes real and us for us to experience the born of the spirit, it's not like we're becoming better person. When John talks about the power of the gospel, the water turning into wine, you see the gospel makes does not make water into better water or better quality water. But when gospel comes, when we encounter Jesus Christ and we born again, we're being recreated so that water turning into wine. Yes, the quality of our lives may also improve as a byproduct of the gospel. And yet, when Bible talks about transformation, it talks about complete change of our who we are. That Jesus is not a pure or just a teacher or merely a teacher who gives us a way to live better life. Therefore, our practice of worship is not building or accumulating mileage of religion, but it is about being recreated as a children of God. Thirdly, regeneration is examined by spiritual DNA. You know, sometimes we wonder, you know, whether, you know, so-and-so is a true believer or just a religious people. Remember back in old days, you know, there was a lot of talk show, whether a father is a real father or a mother is a real mother. And you find out or examined by DNA test. In the same way, whether we are being regenerated, it could be examined by spiritual DNA. In verse 6, that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. In verse 8, everyone who is born of the Spirit. So that when we are being born again or regenerated, we are having this spiritual DNA of God, the Holy Spirit, the working and changing who we are, our character, and what we desire, what we are hungry, what we are thirsty. And that's why those who are being born again cannot help but to drink or to eat the word of the Lord. That when we stop reading the word of the Lord, we're starving, we're thirsty. And even though you are you know, um, you feel like you're a Christian, you've been attending church for 20, 30 years, and yet not having quiet time, not having any prayer walk, and yet it doesn't bother you. 
You have no absolute desire wanting to grow deeper in your relationship with God? Then you have to wonder whether you have the spiritual DNA in you. Whether you are being regenerated or you are just simply religious person. Fulfilling the duty. I never experienced a pregnancy. But my wife experienced pregnancy uh, twice. And when you are pregnant, your hormone changes. You experience a lot of different things. And sometimes you despise or dislike something that you used to like, even the smell. It changes a lot of things. But there is so-called imaginary pregnancy. Even though you are not pregnant, you think that somehow you are pregnant. And you may experience similar things for a temporal season. I wonder, those who are being religious, not necessarily being born again or regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit, when we come to church surrounded by atmosphere of people worshiping and they feel good, praising and loving one another, and we feel like we're experiencing same kind of religious high. But not necessarily when we are in our individual lives our behaviors and what we love and what we choose haven't changed at all. It's like imaginary pregnancy. It's like imaginary being born again. So we follow the atmosphere of uh, the crowd. But if we have spiritual DNA, it will bear fruit as time goes. Those who are being born again Yes, may sin against God because of our own weakness. And yet cannot help but to repent. Because the Holy Spirit is convicting our heart. Because the Holy Spirit is convicting our heart to go back. Even though we stumble, even though we may experience a failure, the Holy Spirit continually inviting us to get back again, to pursue Christ again and again. And because of that, we have true satisfaction and longing for deeper presence of God. So, brothers and sisters, do we have such desire? Do we have such a heart? Longing for more of God. You see, if you do, that is evidence, the Holy Spirit, that you have a spiritual DNA in you. Charles Spurgeon um, once gave this illustration. When you bring a pig, and there's a you know, feast of a you know, gourmet meal, and there's like a garbage, like leftover, and give choice for a pig to eat, and pig has tendency to go back to the dirty, smelly, leftover food. And doesn't matter how much you try or train the pig to go to this like fancy gourmet food, 
this pig will naturally just go to this garbage. The only way to change is to change the being of a pig. I don't know whether that's a good illustration or not, but that's not my illustration. That was Charles Spurgeon. And how can you change the being of a pig into a human being? It is impossible by human power, but it is the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God is changing the condition of our heart. That once we are drawn to garbage, once we are drawn to darkness, once we are drawn to gossip, or putting other people down, destructive pattern. And yet, when we are being born again through the work of the Holy Spirit, we have this spiritual DNA giving us a new heart, new desire, new love. That's why Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 said, I will give you a new heart, a new spirit. I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you heart of flesh. Paul Washer says, when we are being born again, therefore God gives us a new desire, new purpose, and new root. You see, being Christian doesn't mean that now we try harder to love or harder to improve our lives. But it was done to us and it was given to us and we simply live out in obedience and faith. As I mentioned, yes, it is possible for devoted followers of Jesus Christ to sin. There are times or seasons where we may have a heart that is hardened due to failure, disappointment. And yet, because of the Holy Spirit, the spiritual DNA working inside us, unstoppable, again, the Holy Spirit is convicting our heart to forgive that person. Holy Spirit is calling us to invite, to worship God. Holy Spirit is inviting us to repent before the Lord and surrender. Lord, I cannot do this anymore apart from you. Maybe Holy Spirit is working in you and convicting in your heart even this morning. That you've been so far off and your soul is empty and you feel so disconnected, and yet the Holy Spirit is not leaving you alone and keep bothering you, keep inviting you, and keep bringing you back. And that is the evidence that you belong to God as His children. And brothers and sisters, church is a community of people who are being born again. You know, we take membership. You know, we take church attendance. You know, that's what we kind of evaluate or examine by human eyes, but when God sees church, God sees those who are being regenerated, who have fellowship with God through the presence of the Holy Spirit, and who have a spiritual DNA. And that's what makes a church. And even though we're physically apart, because we are together, united through the spiritual DNA, we are still building up the body of Jesus Christ virtually on spirit. And just like wind blows, it's not data, it's not Wi-Fi that you and I were connected, but it is the wind of the Holy Spirit. It blows wherever it wishes, and yet it is the will of God, and somehow, with a miracle power, 
ministering to you and inviting you into the presence of God. And that's when we have a joy, satisfaction, fulfillment in our walk with God. So brothers and sisters, I would like to wrap up today's sermon with this question. Are you certain that you are born-again Christian? Are you certain that you are being regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit? Or is it something that we try still on our own, try to improve our lives? We try to do better service or better religious activities, somehow thinking that we are accumulating religious mileage. Do we have assurance of salvation and you have the Holy Spirit working in you? If you are not sure, I hope and pray that you'll be able to come before the Lord and just like Nicodemus, Lord, I, I, I feel like I'm like Nicodemus. I've been worshiping, and yet I'm not sure. I still feel empty, and I still feel spiritually blind. I do not know what it means for me to be born again, and yet, Lord, your spirit minister to me. Open my eyes, open my heart, and I want to have this personal relationship with you. So those who are born again and able to experience gratitude and joy of God's kingdom in everyday life. Let's pray. Just as I invited those who may not be sure whether you are being born again, whether you have a Holy Spirit in you, working, dwelling. I would like to give this opportunity right now. Lord Jesus, I want to know you. The Spirit of the Lord, would you minister to me? Help me to see who God is and help me to go into this relationship with God it's not something that I can do on my own but a salvation being born again is something that, that is done to us by the will of God Lord may your will be done and I want to know you I want to give you opportunity right now to invite Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior Secondly, I would like to invite those who know for sure that you are being born again. And yet, you feel like you are still disconnected from God because of maybe sin or disobedience. Hatred, anger. 
the areas where that you haven't been obeying and following God closely, and then you feel like the Holy Spirit right now in you is re-inviting you back. Because the Holy Spirit will not give up on you. So wooing your heart, convicting your heart to respond to His call, His word. Would you respond to the Holy Spirit? I want to give you a moment to do so in prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the work and power of your Spirit. Once again, salvation is not something that we can achieve on our own. It's not something what we do, but it is what is done to us by your will and your love and perfect plan. Help us to simply come before you make ourselves available to you. And help us to obey and respond back to the Spirit working in our lives in every day so that we may experience true joy and the reality of kingdom in everyday life. May your Holy Spirit continually bring us closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.